Welcome back to Yacht Club. LT Dave here. Squillard. And Aqua Stu. Uh, on this third installment, we're going to talk about something. I mean, as a yacht club, which deals with boats, it's not often we get, you know, boats in the news. Suez, however it's pronounced, the boat's stuck in the canal. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about it. It's stuck in the canal in, it looks like, upper upper Egypt. And uh, it's a pretty big deal. It's a huge deal. It's all over the news. And it looks like we got a giant boat four football fields long that's kind of lodged in there. I'm not really sure how it all happened, how it all started. But it's a it's a huge deal. They're, they're unable to get this boat out. Yeah. And it's having a huge impact on on the economy. Yeah, they say that there's there's speculation on what the original cause was, whether the captain, you know, didn't live up to his captain duties or the boat malfunctioned or an operator error, one of which caused this boat to be lodged in the canal. And as Cardi B would say, it is up. And, and it, it is stuck. stuck. <laughs> I mean, one thing that I just find hilarious of the situation is the photo I'm looking at, it's on BBC News. And it's a crane that like, you would see like, at like, a digging site trying to pick up mud and remove it from the boat. Like, it'd be, it looks for how long the boat is. Like, yeah. four football fields? Four football fields long, yeah. Like, yeah, that, that crane's really going to do <laughs> something. Apparently, I, they had, like, people digging at the base, like, the bottom of the ship, and they were able to actually free the rudder of the ship. Well, at least that's a start. But it looks like not else has gone right with yeah. it. I and mean, it has, it, that, the part they went into has to be so shallow that, like, it's, it's, at least, it's, it's pretty deep in the, yeah. in the uh, ground. Baby steps, Dave, baby yeah. steps. I mean, I like the idea, I forget who, is someone, it might have been Trump, so, like, just basically ram another boat into it yeah that would be yeah. interesting i definitely want to see that i mean that would be something that'd be a sight to see that's an alpha response to the scenario yeah you know what we got enough material just another boat right into it a little rocket speed. league demo to get it moving <laughs> <laughs> i mean it would if you had enough force i feel like it would do something yeah it, it could it could it mess it up more possibly could it get it free Possibly. I mean, it's going to be in the canal anyways, but... Yeah. you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. And yeah. the impact of it, obviously that's why it's in the news so much. They've they've speculated that $10 billion in trade has resulted from the ship being yeah, stuck. That's how much like they've lost. 40% of international trade that's is like, being affected by this. Wow. That's like 10 million packs of cookies at Layman. Yeah, that's a lot of cookies yeah, that at Layman. That is the... Let's just say if Lehman was down $10 million worth of cookies, then it wouldn't be going too hot. Down bad. <laughs> but um, speaking of Lehman lunch, you know, cookies, iconic, another iconic figure, the Combro God. Yes. We were talking about this for a while. I think it's time we told the podcast about the legend of Combro. All and right. I, I wasn't there. I don't, I don't believe I haven't experienced the man. I've just heard him through the grapevine, really. Okay. So, the legend of Combro starts with the l- original lunch staff being out, and WG Grinders, people that provide our food, they supplied us with a, let's call him a substitute lunch person. Yep. 
this guy tried so hard to relate with us kids that he did he broke his back trying to relate with us but it was one of the most cringe things anyone could ever experience before we get into the cringe let's talk about his physical description i'm gonna say he was he was he was wasn't probably six foot no Fairly short. He was, was he a short king? And he was, he was maybe a short king. oh, so under five nine. Maybe forties yep. or fifties. I would was say forties or fifties. Yeah, and boy, did he feel the need to relate to us students. <laughs> and honestly, it put a smile on my face. It did. It, no, it gave me a chuckle. So since he's you know middle aged, would you just say it's just simple dad jokes, or was he just actually trying? It to was. Relate? It was definitely dad behavior. The yeah. way that he was trying to relate with us, and. I remember there's one story in particular with me and Combro is I was up going through the lunch line like I do every day and he's ringing me up, you know, charging me for the food I got and a phone starts to ring. And this was this was around the time <laughs> with the rule of Peter Dunlap. Yeah. So Big Pete's in our lunch and he snaps out of reading the newspaper and is staring dead right into my eyes because but, he thinks it's your phone because he thinks it's my phone i look at him like hey man that's not me combro pulls his phone out of his pocket it was his phone but it wasn't like a normal ringtone it was i can't even remember the song that it was but it was a song that you would not expect someone of his age to have as their ringtone it was like Katy perry it was you say you something it was? along that line yeah I mean, I respect the Katy Perry. It seems like something he it's would no do. Taylor Swift, but... Yeah. So, a lot of people are wondering now, like, yeah, we call him Combro, but, like, why would we call him Combro? But this is kind of like the story of, I guess, why we call him Combro. The origin. Yeah. And it's pretty easy to figure out once you meet him one time, I guess. And it goes along with this dad joke that we were talking about. So, you get your food, right? And when you get your food at Layman, it's kind of like, you have, like, a combo, or you can get the regular, just, like... You can just get the dish, or you can get, like, let's say it's pasta. You get, like, pasta and a breadstick. And, like, maybe a fruit or something. Yeah, glory days. And that's the combo. And it's, like, what, $4.50? Yeah, $4.50. But anyway, the price isn't really the the issue here. So you take your food up, you get the combo, and then you take your food up to the register, and you type your code in, and Combro's standing there. And with a huge smirk on his face, looks at you, and he goes, Just the Combro? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you like the first time I heard it, I had to look. I had to double take. I was like, I cannot believe you just said that. You grab. It's like, can you want some brotato chips? Want the bropel? Like the most ridiculous things. Any way he can incorporate bro into what he's saying, he does. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard, but it makes you laugh. Yeah, yeah it puts <laughs> a smile on your face, and you don't get a lot of those yeah. nowadays. I mean, the legend even still continues on today. I yeah. mean. Layman did pull the propel though. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm not happy about it. They have it. it sometimes, but they haven't had it recently. Like I, mean, I only see it every now and then. I mean, yes, my pocket trembled every time I grabbed uh, a berry <laughs> propel, but I mean, compared to what we have, I mean, that that was hitting. Now it's yeah. mini Gatorades, milk cartons, and, and water, water bottles. And I'm pretty sure those eight ounce Gatorades are still the same price as the propel. Yeah, yeah. So, but I guess now all we're hoping is that maybe he. He comes back one day. I hope but to see his face again before I, I graduate. I doubt I will, but I really hope it happens. I really hope it happens. Would he be someone that you would want to stay over Kendra or? Ooh. 
I don't know. About and for that. those that don't know, Kendra, don't know Kendra is the current lunch lady. And she's awesome. She's awesome. She's, she's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if I could. I love Combro. You know, don't get me wrong. But I don't know if I could handle them day in and day out. I don't know if I could either. That's, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's a big. It's, it's a big, big question. And all right, so we talked about Combro, and we talked about the combo meal. But let's talk about Combo, oh, the, the character, combo. the famous character from Breaking Bad. Underrated, slept oh, on, yes. undermentioned as well. I mean, he's he's probably my favorite. It's between him and Badger. Ooh, Badger's great. Badger's, Badger's a good like one. Skinny Pete. Are you talking about just side characters or yeah. just any character? Oh, of those three. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Skinny Pete's near the bottom, but I mean, Combo. The iconic all-white fit. My man was feeling confident that no accident was going to happen. After Labor Day, too. <sighs> yeah, I know. That's risky. It's kind of a hate crime, yeah. if I had to say so myself. But So, those of you who don't know much about Combo, obviously he was a side character on Breaking Bad. And, unfortunately, unfortunately, he was shot in, what was it, season... Three, season two. It was yeah. one of the earlier. It was before. Seasons. It was before Gustavo came in. Yeah, and it was he, like around he the was same killed episode. by a. He was killed by a child who was involved in a gang at a young age, who eventually becomes a bigger character in the show. But I thought you got. No, nah, I, I won't spoil it. He was it. killed by spoil. Brock's brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. I won't go into who Brock is yeah. for people that haven't watched it. I'm not going to spoil it for but you. But yeah, but so it's Brock's brother. Essentially, Brock. Uh, Combo is killed. He shot. In the face. In the face, and it, he comes up a lot in conversation. We mm-hmm. we took that to heart. I remember I was watching that episode, and I had my sister and my mom around, and I felt myself tearing up mm-hmm. because I've seen Breaking Bad before, yep. and I was just rewatching it because it's such a great show. Yeah, and I remember I knew the episode. It came up. I'm like, I smacked my I smacked my table. I'm like, this is, and they're like, what's wrong? I'm like. You'll see. Give it like five, ten minutes. Opening credits. Man is on the ground bleeding out. Long live Combo. A tragedy, to say the least. Yeah. Why is he even named Combo? I don't remember the yeah. reason for his name. I don't, I don't know if either. it's mentioned, but it's his nickname. Mm-hmm. And Long Live Combo has become kind of, I would say, an inside joke among us. Yes. Yeah. Even, even some people that... <laughs> among us <laughs> but even like some people that have seen Breaking Bad that like we've talked to we they know the long live combo like as soon as yeah. we say long live combo they're like they're pounding their hearts <laughs> and they're you know, you know, raising a fist up in the air for the brother but I mean it's kind of it's iconic long live combo made it into the school yeah because you remember Dave you wrote the note but the team leadership core at our school was putting inspirational notes on every student's lockers and i got one but i had one under it that said long live combo (laughs) now i took down the inspirational one but if you go to my locker this very moment in time the long live combo note will still be there Mm -hmm. it will not move i don't think it could move but all right so we have two iconic characters we got combo and combo who you got? Who's better? All right. I'll give my way in on this one. Combro, I don't, he's just your average guy in his 40s, you know? Combo's seen the streets. Yeah. He's he's seen some things. He knows hey, some things. Com- I think, Combro guy 
you know you don't know his history. Yeah. I I I you know, I never took that into consideration. Combro could have a history behind him. Maybe maybe the man did time in county. You never know. Who knows? <laughs> he could have some pending cases. We don't know. But I don't know. It's a tough one, but I think I'm gonna have to go with combo on this one, staying true to my roots. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Personally, I was never the biggest combo fan. Like I obviously really liked him, but I was always more of a Badger fan. Okay. Personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna have to go Combro on this one. The way that Combro was able to put a smile on so many f- people's faces, and all the people who went through the lunch line, if you ask them about him, they instantly know. And he was mm-hmm. there maybe what five times yeah. total. He his face wasn't around a whole lot, but he made his mark. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is he? I never got experience Combro. Mm-hmm. Combro was before combo. most people's times. Uh, mm-hmm. What year was that for you guys? That that I think our... he was around the year that you were there, but you might just not have seen him. Yeah. Because that show, like, he was there so little, and if you didn't go through the line, you just, you didn't yeah. understand. You didn't experience Combro. Yeah. And I feel like even with some people, like, m- my class being there and not experiencing Combro, I think it has, like, a level of, like, secret, not even secrecy, but, like, a type of you just connectiveness. you truly had to be there mm-hmm. that's yeah. all you have to like say he, about like it. he had his favorites i feel like or at least the the times to throw him out the he people re- he knew that he could put up those feelers he of. related more among the male population compared yeah. to the female population yes. but yes. he did spout off his jokes to the females that went to the line as well they might not have found it as funny as i did or any of the other boys going through the line but it was, it was comedy. So what I'm hearing is that true men got the joke, but boys, mm-hmm. just right over the dome. The wheat and the chaff. Yeah, I, I mean, hearing the legends of Combro, it sounds like something that you want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And then Combo, you know, long yeah. live. But I think just the mere fact of maybe one day I can meet Combro, mm-hmm. I think I got to go with him. Yeah. All right, so we talked about the jokes from combro but let's talk about some other jokes solar opposite solar opposites season two just came out march came 26th out, what was that yesterday two days ago yesterday okay and we just watched the first episode what first two? Oh yes. yeah we did watch two and it was it was awesome i thought it was pretty good the first, first episode was great did not disappoint did not disappoint whatsoever second episode i mean it's all right but the first one was tough yeah the first tough one was to follow the first one was it came out with a bang. Mm-hmm. The, you, they had us laughing. And Solar Opposites is basically a show made by the same guy who makes uh, uh, Justin, Rick and Morty. Justin Rowland yeah. and yep. someone else, too. Yeah, and they made Rick and Morty, and they kind of went on a hiatus of making Rick and Morty episodes to film this Solar Opposites mm-hmm. show. Yeah. It's an animated show, and it's about these aliens that land on Earth, and they're trying to get back to their old planet, or a new planet, essentially, that's not Earth. And yeah. they're trying to build up the ship so they can leave. And their old sh- their old planet got destroyed by an asteroid. And yep. it's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, the one thing for me that... I mean, the characters are great. Pupa is the best character. Best. It is... I would say he's the equivalent of uh, Perry the Platypus. Mm-hmm. But his side quest... Or his, like, side story... It's in the background of everyone else's stories. So, like... like if you look at him just during any random scene, he's doing something in the back. Yeah, he's yeah. scheming. Yeah, he, my my boy's a clown. Mm-hmm. 
and he'll he'll grab your attention here and there but it's the slight moments that like you wouldn't see it that like really like make the make the show great i mean it's the same thing with uh i know you two have watched it uh community yep there's certain hits in there hints in there because uh dan Harmon, who does rick and morty with josh uh roland they do that stuff like all the time they like the easter eggs for the decade fans a lot of cameos yes insane amount of cameos and like you got terry shirts yeah, Terry has a different shirt on every time mm-hmm. you see him. They're, all the different shows. Oh, the intros. Like he had a Harry Potter reference on. It's just basically pop culture reference yeah, jokes on his shirt. Says, I would say it's meta. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it's it meta. makes meta jokes. I mean, and that stuff's like kind of funny too because some of these things that they talk about, no one else would have the audacity <laughs> to, to make a joke about. <laughs> like the, like the one we just watched was so gory for no reason. Yes. Like they were joking about dinner parties, and it just got gory out of nowhere. Yes. Throwing, it, it, no, I it's so it unexpected. It, it's out of left field for sure. <laughs> Zero to a hundred, real quick. <laughs> but with shows like that, like if you've seen Rick and Morty, which I feel like a lot of people that watch Solar Opposites. They've seen Rick and Morty, or they have friends that put them onto the Solar Opposite show. It's something you would expect. Mm-hmm. It's pretty normal, I would say. Yeah, well. if, you, if you watch Rick and Morty, it's kind of normal. But yeah. if you haven't, it's a little different. I mean, would you say Solar Opposites is better than Rick and Morty? Or? Absolutely no. not. Absolutely not. But that's no knock on Solar Opposites. No, yes, I'm yeah. not. I mean, I'm it's, not it's, knocking it's on a Solar great show. Opposites. I mean, mm-hmm. there's some people that prefer it. I know they wanted to create a Rick and Morty type show. But keep it a little bit more younger, like teen friendly. Yeah. I mean, they still have a few of their little jokes here and there, but along with kind of this topic of Rick and Morty, Solar Opposites, best anime show. Animated show. Are we talking like adult animation or just animated show in general? Yeah. Animated show in general, I feel like. Okay, so I'll kind of break it down into two categories. I'll start with adult animation. Love Solar Opposites, love Rick and Morty, but I am a big Family Guy. Mm-hmm. I love Family Guy. I've seen every single episode multiple times. I mean, I Mikey watches it a lot. I'll catch, I'll catch myself sitting down, tune into a few episodes. I mean, it's funny. Yeah. Because um, the person Seth MacFarlane that creates it, he's kind of exact. He, I would say, he's pretty similar to like Dan Har, Dan Harmon, yeah. and they just make jokes that like no one else mm-hmm. could a lot say of cameos without... mm-hmm. a lot of like what i like about family guy is they'll make a reference to something and then they'll make like a little bit about it isn't that the show that has adam west as the mayor yep that's something that you would never expect <laughs> a great side character mate and obviously i'm pretty sure you already know what i'm gonna say here but my favorite animated show is obviously the simpsons yep mm-hmm. and I mean, they even had the crossover episodes between the two, which I have yet to watch, but I know you've watched. Yeah, the crossover episode is on the Family Guy show. Yeah. So you'll have to get into that to watch the crossover with The Simpsons, but it's a good episode. And I I pay for Disney Plus pretty much strictly because I like watching The Simpsons. It has, every, it has all 31 seasons on it, and I'm trying to get through it all. I'm on season 22 right now. <laughs> wow. 
That's a lot of seasons. Because <laughs> how many episodes like would you say like roughly is a season? There's about twenty to twenty five somewhere in there. Man. Wow. So I've watched a lot of episodes of The Simpsons. Also, my second favorite show is an animated series, and that's Avatar: Last Airbender. That one's good. Good show. But that's I'm... more of a that's more of a I guess you would say a children's show, but it's still really good. It, yeah, it it's hits. really well made. I mean, SpongeBob animated show, mm-hmm. Iconic. children's show, hits. Yeah, Phineas and Ferb, hits. All age groups. Yeah, Backyard Again's. Hits. That's focused more for the younger that's crowd. That's like very young. That's still that's a hits. children's show, but nonetheless, still got some prime I mean, time it episodes. It is iconic, yeah. and it hits. Dora, I mean, yeah. that yeah. it kind of helped me out through my Spanish one. Espanol. <laughs> yes, I struggled in that, and let's just say Dora. So Dora was there for me. Your favorite? My favorite. Big Rick and Morty guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really big fan of Dan Harmon. Or Hart. Harmon. Harmon, yeah. And then um, South Park. Oh, South yeah. Park's South a good Park show. is a good one. I mean, everyone's got like the one they love. Mikey's Futurama, you guys, yeah. Family Guy, Simpsons. South Park is just, it's kind of one of my favorites. Uh, the video game. Uh, the fractured <laughs> butthole. Butthole. <laughs> And then the other one was... The Stick of Truth. Yes. those <laughs> I've played those for a bit. Those are fun. I mean, just what comes out of it. Because all of them have something... Like, they have a game that came out of it. Like the Simpsons game. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons game on the Wii. Yeah, I've the heard that's good. The contest. Yep. Man. That's a good game. They also had the one on like the PlayStation. It was called The Simpsons Hit and Run, where you pretty much just drive a car around with your favorite <laughs> Simpsons character. Yeah good game i mean i feel like all these shows too i feel like they appeal to us because mostly they make jokes that like no one else would have yeah. the audacity to say and yeah i would say south park's definitely the south, south park is definitely the most south out park there is not for the weak stomach yeah Mm-mm, no the some of the jokes that they make on there are yeah, they're n- controversial yeah very a little racy <laughs> they can be at times y- yeah and I, they don't they don't miss any group yeah, no, <laughs> everybody don't. gets the same yeah. beating. <laughs> yeah, but I, I agree with like Will with like the Avatar, I, that that hit. I mean, some online classes last year, the Avatar turned on, chill back in the seat, just listen to teachers yap on. Yeah, I mean, I I grinded through that. Yeah, pretty that, quick. When they put that on Netflix, that was a big deal. A lot of people watched that. Yep. Mm-hmm. One one I want to get into, Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh, yeah. I never really got into Pokemon. I did when I was a kid. I watched a lot of Pokemon. I remember we watched it a couple of times at my crib yeah. when my mom babysat us. Yeah. And I remember seeing Pokemon on the TV a time or two, but I never really got into it. Yeah. It's just something wasn't yeah. really my cup of tea. I had cards. I collected I some, some cards. cards, and mm, I watched yeah. it, but... I got some nice cards. And no 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 hollow hollow Charizard, but yeah, no. I mean I got some nice cards though. Yeah, I yeah. just did, I had cards. I just wasn't a huge fan of the T V show. That yeah. was just me. And I was yeah. I was telling David about this the other day. The card market is going crazy right now. Oh it is. Pokemon cards my, are on the rise. My grandpa mm-hmm. came over yesterday and he's a big baseball card guy. And I know David's grandpa is too. And huge baseball card guy. Really any sports cards. He does basketball, all that stuff. And he was telling me about how much some of these sets are selling for. And it's crazy. And Pokemon cards fall under that, too. I mean, mm-hmm. people are selling all... Like, I've seen it on Snapchat. Like, I'm, I'm sure you have, too. Yep. Of people selling Pokemon cards. And 
Cards only big right now. A yeah. 1999 original Shadowless Charizard card goes for anywhere between $800 and $1,500 on wow. eBay right now. Yeah. I'm, I like, and I don't get like what's with the rise either. Yeah, I, it came like, out Mc, of nowhere. Like McDonald's had Happy Meals that had uh, like cards in there, and it was yeah. like, all the beginner Pokemon. I mean, there's my boy Froakie, mm-hmm. and then like Charizard uh, or not Charizard, uh, Charmander, Charmander, Pinplop or Piplop. Yeah, like those guys, they were in there. And because I watched a video, it was of Matt Stone who does like all these like food eating content or fooding stuff yeah oh YouTube. i know who you're talking about and yeah. he had to eat so many happy meals and try to get every single card possible <laughs> like and that's I cool like, i'm not i'm confused with the rise too yeah and like you'll go to a card thing and it'll like like i went to walmart and i was looking at the cards and there's like empty shelves of cards like, people are buying them in bulk. Mm-hmm. They're trying to pull a sweet card so yeah. they can cash out on it. It came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was just One of the funniest videos with cards is this guy was live streaming on Twitch and was opening up cards, Pokemon cards, and there was a whole pack that was bent. And his oh. whole goal was trying to get Bat Flying Pikachu. <laughs> like, four cards in. That flying Pikachu. But it's bent. The thing was creased, Aww. bent over. It looked like somebody was trying to fold a flag or something. <laughs> but it was because someone donated on his stream. They were like, I'll donate you this amount of money if you crease that whole pack. Man. And so and he I, did. I, he I got the money, but he creased the card that he was so desperately searching for. And talking about how anyone can win. Right now we're watching this basketball game, Oral Roberts versus Arkansas. This March Madness has been a, strictly about anybody can it, win. It's been a doozy for those who've been making brackets and like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going for the perfect one. It didn't even last a day. Yeah. I mean, halfway halfway through, everyone was looking terrible. I mean, OSU and Oral Roberts, that was like the second or third game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It took out about like, I would say 80% of the brackets. Yeah. Everybody that didn't put Oral Roberts ahead of him as, like, a joke or, like, strictly out of hate for Ohio State. But this team came out to compete right now. They've gone pretty far in the tournament. Yeah. I mean, I feel like even teams like this, uh, I don't know about, like, Oral Roberts, like, if they have, like, any, like, high recruits. But there's been a lot of recruits coming out of high school that they want to make a name for themselves and just carry a team and put up insane numbers. Kate Cunningham. Exactly. Uh, OSU, they didn't have a lot. Yeah. And then, man, it's just carried. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Another good one. North Texas, did you watch them? They had w- that one good guy on their team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, that guy. Um, <laughs> trying to think. He was the one that was, like, hyping himself up after the Purdue game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, man's did go off in overtime. But there was, like, um, there, there's a lot of schools that they get one big recruit. And then maybe someone else that's like a like it's a good, you know, a good overall player that like eventually over time, you know, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, like they'll like match up with someone else. Um, like kind of like you have a senior that have ex- has experience, and then you got a big name freshman coming in, mm-hmm. and they play well together and they just carry. I mean, I feel like that's gonna be a lot more lethal in the next few years. And I feel like this March Madness is something that it's, it's gonna happen in the future more often. Yeah, I think seeding won't matter. 
So not even about the specifics of college basketball, because I know some people don't really watch it. The excitement that comes with the tournament. I, I dare to say it might be the greatest few weeks of a sporting event. Yeah. I mean, like, Olympics are nice and all, but it's usually dominated by a few countries, and then every, that's it. Yeah, but the Olympics, it's, like, based on where you're from. Yeah. Like, you know, countries that get a lot more snow perform a lot better in the Winter Olympics, Summer Olympics. They have hot climate most of the year. Then yeah. They've got an upper hand in that because they have more time to practice. I feel like the United States is kind of a split bag depending on where you live. But, I don't know, I feel like it's just more well-rounded. Because we get different weather in different parts. Yeah. The one thing that kind of bothers me, um, it's the, the year gap. Yeah. Like, you got to be, you got to make a name for yourself when you're 18. Like, I'm almost 18. And yeah. Like, I couldn't probably make a name for myself in the <laughs> Olympics, but, oh, I don't know, if, I don't know if I can talk about this, but there was, I believe it was a Special Olympics going on. I walked down, and it was a qualifying I, I know what the story's going to be. Yeah, I know what the story's going to be. I didn't know what Olympics it was. <laughs> <laughs> I walked down, I turned to my brother and my mom, I'm like, why are they swimming so slow? <laughs> <laughs> I feel terrible about it. <laughs> I didn't know that, what was going on either. I just walked down, I saw people swimming, I'm like, man, I could be but that is pretty impressive, though, that they're oh, able yeah, to. Yeah, Have you ever seen Special Olympics basketball? Oh, dude, Some of the best crazy. shooters I've ever seen. They are insane. Yeah. I mean, they would Kanye, mop the Kanye floor. Kanye West dropped 103 points. Don't remember. Yeah, you can't on the wheelchair that. basketball. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, those people are, they're Olympians yeah. for a reason. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. Like, some bat Special Olympics basketball teams I've seen could be better than most high school teams I've seen. They're fundamental. They can shoot. Yeah, I mean, those people are, they're, they're athletes. But, like, one thing uh, is, how is the year gap? It's weird. I think this year there's the Olympics because last year got canceled. Yep. I know people were outraged because it was in Japan, and they had the bomb logo of the 2020, and then the Japan was going to fill in the red, red ring. Yep. I know people were outraged by that, but, like, I, I don't like it's nice every four years I guess I mean it keeps everything different I mean new faces coming in and out of the picture you know you got veterans Eric it might be their last time like uh, Michael Phelps mm-hmm. Usain Bolt yes those type of guys um, I believe is the World Cup that's every four years every well. four years yeah so I know be, that's I know that's a should be very that'll be one. next year yeah. yeah it's coming up because we have a foreign exchange student who's been living with us uh last few years uh shout out Sonia but um her family came down the year Germany won cuz she's from Germany and let's just say that was the best german food i've had <laughs> these people i don't know what they were saying during the games but when they went 7-1 on brazil they were some happy campers <laughs> there was passion in the food. There was passion. Let's just say Mama Wolf was putting some heart into the, into the dishes. For the fatherland. I would say it's the only time Americans care about soccer. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah when so. the Women's World Cup is on and when the Men's World Cup is on. It, I think it's funny, too, that it's not even, like, the Men's World Cup. Like, it gets it gets hype. Like, people, like, support it. But Women's World Cup, they're like, ah, smooth sailing until about, like, the final four uh, yeah. teams. And, yeah. and then that's when, like, everyone starts caring because the men's are normally out of it. Now, yeah. a bit of a hot take here. I would say that the Women's World Cup is more watched and spectated more than the men's in america maybe in, in america, america yeah i would say that but like, those people in europe are very passionate about yep. it. yeah every european country has a passion for soccer mm-hmm. or football as they call it and i don't know it's it's really one of the only sports they have like america has a bunch of sports and don't get me wrong most of these countries have same sports basketball it's an international sport mm-hmm. soccer but you can't really say that about football, football, baseball. Baseball's a big deal in some countries, but not as widespread as America. Central America and, and Japan's Japan. pretty big deal. Yep. Korea's mm-hmm. a pretty big deal. Let's just talk about I, I want to talk about the fact because, you know, I, I will eat with baseball. Yeah, I will eat with baseball. <laughs> Why is baseball not an Olympic sport? I know, it, I, you, I know it used to be, but there's so many countries now that play baseball. Yeah. Like, yes, they might. Yes, they're North America. And even South America that play baseball, but like Japan, Asia, over in that uh, over in that continent. But I mean, there's more than enough people that will compete. Yeah, I feel like would people that play in the MLB they, would they play for their home countries? I feel I I think, I think they, they do would, because, because like, there's the world uh, the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. And I, why not just make that part of the Olympics? Because I feel like yeah. people would actually watch it then. Even the American Olympic basketball team consists of NBA stars. Yeah. Like, and uh, there's a few countries. Uh, I remember Australia had like five people that played in the NBA. And five was max. And those people, they, they put it to the men's team. Yeah. Gave them a run for their money. They did, and they sent them home real early too. But like Greek or Greece, they have three, four, maybe four now, Antetokounmpo brothers playing for their nation. Yep, which is absurd. Yeah, just a basketball powerhouse family, kind of yeah. like the Ball family. So, in your opinion, what would what's the the greatest few weeks of sports? I would have to say. March Madness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's overall. Even people that don't really watch basketball, they tune in. They'll watch a couple games. I mean, maybe it's because they've got money riding on a game. You know? Yeah. There's sports spectators. There's gamblers. But I would have to say March Madness. Yeah. yeah I, I agree with that. I feel like, especially in the U.S., so wide. I don't know about uh, other countries. But U.S., it seems like it's very dominant. Uh, I, I want to see if there's like a stat of like how many people miss work during the time that March met from selection uh, Monday after selection Sunday until let's say like after like I after know my dad, two days. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean the fact that I got Mr. Moss um, seventeen eighteen last class of the day. We were watching and he's like, you know what, you guys deserve a day off. Click <laughs> Texas Tech uh, or Virginia Tech and. Florida. Florida. <laughs> Overtime. <laughs> Just chilling, watching it. 
Ain't a bad gig. I wish he did that for our accounting class. Yeah. <laughs> that is all work, no play. <laughs> well, that's the sound of the horn and the boat's about a duck. Thanks for tuning in to this first installment of Yacht Club. Until next time, Godspeed. <laughs>